0: What is up guys? It is Liv. Thank you for joining me. If you're back, holla at you, okay? (laughs) Um, Thanks for joining me on Follow Me Podcast. And I just kind of want to talk today about uh, being lukewarm. And the fact that we live in a world today where every line is blurred and everything is gray and nothing is yes or no it's always in between a maybe we never pick sides we never say that this is directly right and this is directly wrong and so many people aren't even even pastors preaching from the pulpit like won't even directly say whether things are right or wrong and we just want to be so accepting because we've picked a counterfeit for love which We've come to believe that love is acceptance and that's not true. That's not true. Um, The word even talks about that uh, he corrects the ones that he loves. A big part of love is also discipline and correction. And so we have come to this place where we just wanna make everything relevant and everything relative and we never want to say that it either is or isn't we don't want to say it's right or wrong good bad whatever and because we think that by being so accepting then that's that equates to love but it isn't it isn't and we as christians need to get to the place where we're speaking up and i'm not talking condemnation and i'm not talking um yeah, I'm not talking condemnation and and things like that, but I'm talking that we in ourselves need to get to a place of repentance. I think a lot of people are looking for revival and they think that revival is going to be a lot of signs, miracles, wonders, and that's what we're looking for. And yes, that will happen, but that's a result of, of people having faith to believe for those things How does faith come? Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And if we're not built up in the word, and if we're not living out the word, how are we gonna get there? And God is calling us to a place of knowing the word and knowing the truth. The word says what? You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. If you're lacking freedom in your life, my question is, are you living in the truth? Because you're not going to experience freedom unless you experience truth. And God says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And so he is truth. His word is truth. And So if I'm living by some standard that is not truth Then I am missing it And I'm probably not going to be experiencing the fullness of God's freedom and so anyways, and if I'm and if I and a lot of things a lot of times people are trying to Deny that the word is the complete truth of God and so they make their own version of truth and So if the word is not our ruler, and if that is not our measurement for truth, and if we're not aligning our life up to that truth, then we're going to have to twist the truth to make it fit our agenda and make it fit our lifestyle to validate our experiences. When in reality, we're supposed to take our experiences and our life and measure it up to the word and align ourselves with that. And so a lot of us are living pretty crooked lives, and we are not living in the truth. And we won't even directly say what truth is, we'll deny truth, we'll make up our own truth. We won't say yes, we won't say no, we won't say that that's right or that's wrong. And the reality is as Christians, like, let's face it, to be honest, we need to start having a spine we need to start being willing to say, and I'm not saying going out and preaching fire and brimstone and and bringing condemnation to people and telling everybody they're wrong to try to bring them to God, because that's not how it works. It says what the goodness of God is what brings people to repentance. So it's gonna be God's goodness that's gonna draw people in, right? But when we are saved and we are living for God, if you are a Christian, if you are living for God and you've made that decision to live for God, then your life should start to look like it. You should not be the same person you were a month ago, the same person you were last year. I don't care how long you've been saved, but there should be some form of growth in your life. And that's a reflection of what's going on on the inside. What's going on on the inside? And am, am I living this life? Am I going to let my yes be yes and my no be a no? And so I'm going to go to um, literally Matthew 5, uh, 37, which he's talking about um, oaths and things like that, uh, but he's saying, um, but let your yes be a yes and your no be a no, for whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Let your yes be yes, let your no be no. And then if you go into Revelation. Uh, Revelation 3, 15 and 16, it says, I know your works that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish that you were cold or hot. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. We're not to be lukewarm. Are you about this or are you not? It either is or it isn't. And we need to start having that black and white perspective. And it doesn't mean that we lack compassion for the world, but I'm not even really talking about reaching the world at the moment. I am just talking about you being a Christian. And I'm talking about your personal walk with God. Repeatedly in the Word, I've been finding more and more that it talks about not even just acknowledging sin, but it's saying, flee from it. Flee from it. We're not supposed to be living in that. Repentance literally means to turn away from. And we live in a world where we just like to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry is like one of the most overused words. And we like to say, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then we never change our actions. And we never change anything. It's just like, oh, we just say it and we feel like that clears the slate. But true repentance means I'm turning from that thing. And and my life should live and be, I should be different. And I'm not going to say I'm always going to be perfect. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that change should be happening and we should be at a place where we can even identify because we're not even being able to identify what's right and what's wrong. Our moral compass personally is so thrown off because we've spent so much time justifying right or wrong. The reality is you don't have to justify truth. You don't have to justify truth. If something is true, it either is or it isn't. And no matter how much I try to disprove truth, it's still truth. It's still going to be truth. And no matter how much I try to prove truth, truth proves itself out. Really, if something is true, it's going to prove itself out. And yet... We're out here in so much deception, even as Christians, because we don't want to rightly say what's right or wrong. And we're not spending enough time in the truth, in the word to even know what the truth is. And so, if you are a saved person, you should be reading the Bible, you should. And I'm not saying, and I'm not saying, oh, okay, you need to be perfect and and everything like that. But I'm saying, you want to know the truth? You wanna be free, know the truth, the truth will set you free. You wanna know what that truth is? Get in the word. Read it for yourself. Don't just wait. Because there's so many pastors today too that aren't even preaching the word of God. A lot of them are just like glorified TED Talks and they're just like little encouragements to make you feel good. Because the truth brings conviction. Conviction brings repentance. There's a difference between condemnation and conviction. Condemnation and shame will put shame on you and will cause you to stay stuck and you'll just be like, I messed up and I'm never gonna get better, yada, yada, yada. But conviction means, hey, I messed up, but I'm empowered to change and God brings that. God brings that. He corrects the ones in whom he loves. And so if you're feeling some correction, that's good, because that means you've maybe spent some time in the truth And maybe you've, uh, maybe you've spent some time in the truth and and that's causing you to be empowered to change. Um, And if you don't ever feel any conviction and and if all of Christianity is just feel good, you know, and you never feel like you need to change, then maybe, maybe uh, you need to reevaluate. Are you spending time in the word? Are you spending time in the word? Are you spending time with God? And um, so let your yes be yes. Let your no be no. Be able to to discern what's right, what's wrong. Um, First John 1.5 says, then this is the message which we have heard of him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. I'm going to keep reading that. Just a second. This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light, in him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live in the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus his son purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar, and his word has no place in our lives. God is light, and there's no darkness in him. He is, and that's it. That's it. And it either is or it isn't. There is truth, and there is a lie. There is right and there is wrong. There is good and there is evil. We need to stop with all of this gray. We need to stop with it and if we can't discern that, the more that we read the truth and and spend time in the word, the easier it's gonna be for us to discern that. And so are you walking the fence as to not step on toes or are you willing to accept the truth for what it is and to stand on that truth and to have a little bit of a spine like i said you don't have to be out here going into the world and telling all these people that i'm wrong but i'm saying even in your own life to have that personal evaluation of how am i living how am i walking let's have a little bit of a checkup where are we going from here and and who are we going to become and the thing is god isn't just here to he brings that correction but he also empowers us to make that correction so i'm not going to live in condemnation and shame but i can be empowered to live differently than how i was before and who i was before i can walk in a new sense of freedom than i did before and so yeah it either is or it isn't it's pretty plain and i think a lot of times we like to make things complicated or we like to make things gray because it validates our experiences but in our actions sometimes, because we like living in the things that we're living in and we don't fully want to commit. I'd uh, say my generation more than anything has so many commitment issues. And we don't like to commit. We don't like to. We like to be as non-committal as possible. And yet that ends us up in so many rough places. Things would be a lot easier if we weren't out here doing all those things, if we would have just committed. We would have just said yes. We would have just said no. If we would have just agreed that it either was or it wasn't. And so, anyways, my encouragement for today—it's not just to, but it's to to let let the truth be the truth, admit that the word is truth, and line your life up to that instead of trying to make that. The truth fit your lifestyle or validate your lifestyle because so many people will be like well technically this isn't a sin technically that isn't a sin but the reality is if I'm loving God and if you love somebody like your friends your family you're not actively trying to put them in harm's way or in danger and you're not out here trying to push boundaries because you love respect and honor them Like, if you are in a relationship and you love that person, you're not actively seeking somebody else. You're not trying to constantly push the boundaries of your marriage or your relationship. And you're not trying to actively, if you have kids and you love your kids, you're not out here actively trying to put them as close to danger as you can get them. You're not trying to do things to harm or hurt them. Why? Because you love them. And it's that same thing when you love God and when you're genuinely living out, a place, out of that relationship with God and out of that place of love with God, you're not trying to get as close to the line and be like, well, technically, mm, technically it's this. Technically, it's not a sin. Technically, I'm doing what the word says. I'm fleeing from sin. I don't even want to be near it in my own life. I'm not flirting with sin. I'm not flirting with alternative lifestyles or whatever it may be. I'm just saying yes to God. When I say yes to God, I'm saying no to those other things. You realize that anytime you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And so I don't think that we carry the weight of that, of following God, which I'm going to get more into on the next episode, but we don't get into a lot of that. When I say yes, I mean it when i say no i mean it are we need to get to back to that place where our word actually means something where we mean what we say and our word has value to it because i'm going to carry out the things that i say i'm not just going to say them and then not do them and be flaky and so anyways um <laughs> to the, to end this today if you feel conviction in some place and you feel like you've been god's been correcting you someplace or asking you to change thing something then that's a great place to be and you should feel empowered because that means that you are following after god and you're doing you know it's not enough that, that you're listening for him and you're listening for the truth and you're allowing the truth in your life because you're allowing to hear something that contradicts your flesh and that's a good thing maybe you haven't heard any correction in a long time but maybe you haven't been in the word like you should. And and so maybe it's time to make those corrections today and kind of get into that place. Cause I've been feeling that in my own life of like, man, I really need to get back in the word. I really, I mean, I read the word every day, but really allowing the word, am I allowing the word to change my life? Or am I just reading it to read it? Are you allowing the word to change your life? Are you in the word to even allow it to change your life? And so my encouragement to you today is if you're feeling correction and conviction, you're on the right path. And if you're not, and if you're not reading the word, don't just condemn yourself for not reading the word, but start reading the word because the word is life. It's life. It is life. And so it is worth reading. You don't get a golden star every day. It's not about checking the box to say I read the word, but having that hunger to know God more and learn and to just get to be in the truth. Like, thank God, that in a world that is only chaos it feels like and where it feels like there's no truth thank god that he gave me written source of his truth and it's available for me to read and and that i have access to truth you have access to truth you don't have to live in confusion Confusion's not of god and so anyways thank god that we don't have to live in that place and so i just encourage you get in the word Know that there is a right and a wrong. It either is or it isn't. There's no in between. And if you have a hard time discerning that, the only way to know the truth is to be in the truth, spend time in the truth, and spend time in the word, and to walk and live in the truth. Because God doesn't want you to live in confusion, and he doesn't want, you know, he wants your yes to be a yes and your no to be no, and he empowers us to do those things. So anyways, with that, thanks for listening. I love you. Talk to you later. And I will see you next episode.